Hi, this is Kate Daly. I'm so excited, you guys. The first ever commemorative and limited edition Kate Daly Show coin is here. And I am hoping that you will act to purchase one or several for family, for friends, for yourself. These are real silver coins uh, worth about $40, $45. And this is a way to invest in silver, which they say is going to go through the roof, and also to support free speech, to support the show. And if you listen to my show and you love what we do, and you know how seriously we take this, we are not bought and sold. We are not told what to say by any corporation. We're completely independent. This money goes right to the show. And it will help the show grow and also have a security for the show so we can keep the show going. This is a special fundraiser, limited edition, only for a short time for the show. And I hope you take part in it. It's a beautiful coin modeled after the flowing hair dollar. This is a, a side picture of a woman, uh, long flowing hair. It was the first coin ever minted in the United States when the United States became the United States. And I celebrate that history with you. And the reason I wanted it to be minted after that coin as a reminder to be faithful and be fearless as they were back in 1794 and a reminder of to what this country is about and and where we need to get this country back to is a country that we know listens to the Constitution, obeys the Constitution again. I'm so grateful for this. You can find it at katedallyradio.com. You can the, the link is right at the top of the homepage, katedallyradio.com, or you can go katedallyshow.com forward slash coin. And you can go in, purchase the coin, super easy to do. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for helping this show for helping truth and helping us get the, these messages out there. Thank you. Thank you for supporting this show. And thank you for acting, not just listening, but acting and doing something that's going to mean a lot to truth in radio. Thank you. Um, August 18th, tomorrow, 5 p.m., there is a big public hearing for the budget pertaining to the property tax that they have to try to pass to get their lofty budget. And I... Yesterday, I talked about the fact that um, that the Provo budget, they have all the same things we do, yet their all-time high is of a budget this year is $380 million. We're at 505 so we definitely need an investigation. And city manager needs to be heavily questioned as to how he's coming up with all these capital projects and these numbers as we're hitting a recession, and also why they need a five-year plan uh, to basically double our police force when we have the lowest crime. Makes no sense, right? They're going to try to sell it to you anyway, though. That's how deceptive it's getting. And um, do you know that that it's only 31,000 households? So we say 95,000 in population, but you realize we're, we're really saying 31, 32,000 households. 32,000 households, 505 million dollar budget. $505 million budget. Ogden was only at 253, $253 uh, million. And I only say only because it's all a joke. But Orem, who has the same number that St. George has, was at $140 million. Orem, $140. Provo, $380. Ogden, um, Ogden has uh, $253. And we're at $505. And they just act like, yep, that's what it is. You're going to go along with it, St. George. Don't ask questions. Just pay those bills with a smile. Just pay them. 
And uh, I was looking at the addendum on the bottom of the of the signed declaration that you guys would be willing to tax yourselves a good old 60 bucks a year. Do you want to lose 60 more a year after you're already paying an increased property tax? Do you want to tax yourself? You all right with that? Show up at this meeting. Show up at this meeting and let them know how you feel. 31,000 households, $505 million. Something is very wrong here that they have to tax you in order to sell you on an idea that we have to basically double our police force. Now. Why now? In the past, we've always added just a couple police officers, right? Every budget they add on, okay? The growth is very small. 20,000 people over a decade or more. So there's no, there's no necessary reason for this. Don't let them sell you on deception, please. Don't let them sell you on this idea. It's not okay that they're doing this. They want you to tax yourself. And Michelle Tanner is the only one that stood up for you guys. The only one that said nay on the form. Everybody else, Danielle Larkin, very liberal. Greg MacArthur, very liberal. Jimmy Hughes, I'm sorry, I know he says he's conservative. He voted for it too. He wants to tax you as well because they can't stay within their bounds. They can't stay within what they take in and they have to tax you more. What, what conservative says that and does that, right? I know you're laughing because they all do, but isn't that crazy? So Michelle Randall signed, signed it. And, uh, and then Jimmy, Danielle, Natalie, and um, Greg all said, yes, yes. Increase the taxes on the people. Yes, make them pay more. Yes, double the, why aren't any of them asking why we're doubling the police force right now? The five-year plan? Provo has the same plan. What a quinky dink. <laughs> Do they call each other up, the city managers, and are like, hey, let's, I have a phenomenal idea. I know how we can really gouge the taxpayer and come, come up with a communistic idea like a five-year plan. You, you do the budget every year. Why do you need a five-year plan to implement right now? Why do you need that? We don't have the growth happening because we're about to hit a recession anyway, which they acknowledge. Why is anyone going along with this? Go ask Jimmy why he signed on to this. Big old yay at the, at the bottom. And Natalie and Danielle. I expect Danielle to always vote um, to tax you and to bring big government on. I expect Greg to do that, Greg MacArthur. And uh, I expect Natalie too, because Natalie's been doing that to you. Michelle Tanner is the only one that said no. The city manager, um, by the way, um, what was it like six years ago, eight, seven years ago? They only made about 150000 a year. Now they make two sixty. That's like a huge pay increase. Wow, I wonder who uh, facilitated that for the city manager. That's a big old jump, isn't it? I, I mean, and this is the same cabal that was uh, talking about buying homes for people to draw people here. But I thought you said the population was growing because it's so popular. And they were actually talking about taking tax dollars and buying homes to lure people here so they could work for the city. And the city is also adding a record like 44 jobs full time that you're paying for with health benefits. And we've only added 20,000 people in over a decade. Ask yourself why we need 44 new positions inside this $505 million bonanza of spending. Why do you need all those positions? 
why do we have such a heavy government presence here in a town of 95,000 people? Why? If we don't start asking these questions, we're in trouble. We're so in trouble. And if we don't start taking that question and then showing up and saying, you cannot do this. You work for us. Stop hijacking and looting us and asking us to tax ourselves because you guys cannot limit your spending. That's what we should be saying. Provo, $380 million, and they have an airport, and they have sewage, and they have an energy plant, and they have everything we have. Plus, they have 20,000 more people than we do. And they managed to keep it to 380? Why don't we stop spending on capital projects if we don't have the population to fulfill that with tax dollars coming in? Why don't we stop doing it? And Washington City, same thing. Shame on you, Washington City. I cannot believe $120 million for 30-some-odd thousand people. What is going on, you guys? And they're all doing capital projects. Big, 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 big projects. Slow down. Stop it and stop taxing us into oblivion 